Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight with your host, Chanel Shaw. Today, we are meeting with Madi Pablo. We are going to talk about Catholics and party culture. Can Catholics party? What can we do to have fun? So I'm so excited to have this conversation and gain some wisdom from Madi. She has some awesome things to share with us. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. A couple of years ago, I watched an awesome video you did for Ascension Press that was amazing, just about like Catholics and community and partying. And it was so fun. And I've never forgotten it. And I'm so honored that now I get to talk to you and ask you some questions as we're easing back into, you know, community life and like having fun with other people. So, but I would love if you could tell everyone a little bit about who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my name is Mari Pablo. I'm coming from Miami, Florida, which is where I grew up. My family is Dominican and Arabic, so I think it's a fun little dynamic there. And grew up Catholic home, charismatic home, super beautiful family, two older sisters who I love. And kind of grew up with my parents' faith. And then through 13 ear surgeries and a lot of other things, the Lord kind of called a reversion in my life after serving as a missionary and kind of wrecked my life in the best way possible. And that's where all my plans kind of totally went different than I thought. And I went to study at Franciscan, studied theology and psychology, which is why I'm a huge advocate of mental health as well. And then I was a youth minister in New Orleans for three years. And then I was a teacher and campus minister in Miami, taught morality and sacraments, so much fun. And now I work for a company called the Evangelical Catholic, and I do consulting with parishes and universities. And then I travel and get to speak and work with Ascension Press on super exciting projects, like the most recent Connected Catholic Teaching, which is I'm just very passionate about as well. And just enjoying life and enjoying my nephews and all the good things that the Lord has given me, like food. Amaze. I love that. end. what a beautiful cap, like food. Beautiful. And wow, you seem like you do so much. So thank you so much for giving us your time today. We're so happy to be able to gain your insight. So you're Dominican, but you were born and raised in Miami is heavy, heavy on the Latino culture. So heavy. Yeah. So barely a part of America. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And so you were born and raised in Miami, which has like so many people in it. And from what I see on your social media, you have an awesome Catholic community around you. Has it always been that way for you? And how did you kind of find the community that you have? Yeah. So before my conversion, I always had like a group of friends, but not always the best to call me onto holiness and bring out the best in me. Mm. Um, And it wasn't until in Franciscan is where I realized I can have authentic friendships, female friendships specifically, that can make me better. And if I slack off, will call me on to holiness, not just out, but on to holiness. And Mm. I didn't know that that's what I needed and desired. And so especially in New Orleans, it was such a good community. So Moving back to Miami, I just knew that was something I really wanted. Honestly, I didn't know. I didn't think I was going to find it here. I mean, Miami, especially like pre-conversion, Mari was Mm. very different lifestyle. And I was really scared. There was a lie in my head that Satan was saying, like, you're just going to go back to your old ways. And you're not going to, you're going to be alone. And it's just going to, that's just what's going to happen. And I was very adamant of that's not going to happen. And I'm going to find people to help me make sure it's not going to happen. So okay, got back and I searched up Catholic you know, adult group and it took me to St. Augustine in Miami. And I was telling you earlier, I literally showed up to the Halloween party 
dressed as Tigger and was just like, hey, everyone, let's be friends. And it ended up being, I mean, every Tuesday there was at least 50 young adults that would meet on a weekly basis. And it was so good, though, because we would talk about Jesus and we would pray together and then we'd go to happy hour. We would like continue the conversation over a really great restaurant. We would go salsa Mm. dancing. And because we were with the right people, we were always in a safe area, like a safe place amongst us. And it kind of just brought out like, oh, I can do both and find a good balance as long as the Lord is at the center of all that we do. Ooh, that is, that's a whole word. You're preaching gospel truth here because I remember when I went to Ave Maria, I mean, one of the first things that resonated with me and I would love to find another way to say this, but that the normalcy of just kind of participating in life outside of prayer, right? Which is amazing Mm -hmm. as well. And community can really pull you and draw you into deeper prayer life and spiritual life. But I remember going out to Chili's and just having fun and laughing over like garbage margaritas and that being so Mm -hmm. fun, you know, and Mm -hmm. just being so happy to just experience regular life with other people and other people that were like virtuous as well, which can be hard to find. So when you found your community and you started experiencing that kind of freedom and like being able to have fun and enjoy yourself, I think that sometimes a lot of people find maybe not even party culture, but just kind of that idea that you can have that kind of fun, right? Maybe grabbing a drink or like going out to dance or whatever as toxic, right? But I mean, I know that it can be redeemed and that it can be you know, something that's really powerful and fun at the same time as being good for you, right? Balance. How would you kind of explain to someone that you can redeem that kind of culture? How can it be beneficial for us? Yeah. So first I do need to make sure that you know yourself because Mm. there was a time in my life that I did struggle with drinking too much. And even now it's like, I need to be aware of where I am and what I'm doing. And my closest friends, if I'm going to go out with them, I'm going to be honest with where I'm at and when I need to have my limits, like, and to be authentically honest with yourself and what you need and what you're okay with. If you struggle with something, if you're struggling with drinking, you're struggling with lust, you're struggling with whatever, maybe it's not the best time for you to go out at that moment. Right. Mm. Um, And maybe you should like stick to things at home, you know, just just know yourself and know what you need to bring holiness. Now, when you're working through that, And you can get to a place of I can go to salsa night and I can just hang out with my friends and I can, and just as long as you're aware of your surroundings and you can communicate that with your friends, I think it can be really redeemed and beautiful. And I remember, I mean, we've had really good conversations about God with strangers at Mm -hmm. different places that we go to because they'll see us. Like if we're out to eat, we all bless our meals before, (laughs) you know, like it's like little things and like, yes, we're in, we're called to be in the world and not of it. And we can be in the world wherever we are. And I think, yes, it can be toxic, but like you said, it's a good balance thing. So know yourself, know what you're struggling with. But at the same time, know that we can be the Lord's hands and feet in any, any situation. And there can be a really beautiful thing by just enjoying. I mean, and Jesus went to the wedding at Cana and had a great time, you know? So there it <laughs> is. I'm like, even Jesus. Jesus was like, yeah, it's the the goodness and the joys that come, you know, when all of our friends go to mass and then we go to karaoke night at Titanic because we can, and it's, 
it can be wholesome. So yes, I agreed. There's a lot of toxicity that can come from the party scene. And mm-hmm. you do have to be aware and you do have to know yourself. But it can also be a balance. And just because you know the Lord doesn't mean you have to get rid of absolutely everything. Mm. But we can be a light in the midst of the world. And it can be beautiful and it can be fun. I love that. So what are some of your favorite things to do? Like, what do you enjoy to do with your friends? I mean, I just like to eat a lot, but I know that there is more than food that exists. Food is huge. Food, food is, is huge, honestly, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I mean, the first, so, the cap end of your introduction was food. food so yeah, food is, is number one, honestly. I've actually gotten really into hiking. And so okay. my friends and I will like go on a trip and we'll just love that. go hiking. Dancing is a big thing. So I want to go salsa dancing. I want to go like some places that throw throwbacks from the 90s or early 2000s. And I'm just like, yes, right. We're well aware, though, that sometimes the music, the lyrics are so bad. that We like, mm-hmm. we look at each other. We're cringing like this is such bad <laughs> lyrics. So we're trying to we'll try to holify it or just like, you know, no, if it gets too bad, <laughs> sure. we, read the room, right? If, if the atmosphere yeah. is really, really toxic, like, okay, please, you know, choose something else, like go somewhere else. But sure. So there are places that we can go that we can just dance and have a good time. Karaoke is a blast. And then just really random things like axe throwing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's How so fun, fun are you? Those are things that I would never, th- I thought you were going to be like, and then really random things like, you know, paint and sip, but axe throwing. Oh, that's that cool is... too, but I just really like axe throwing. <laughs> oh, that's cool too, but I'm telling you, have you ever thrown a metal wooden object through the through the air? Oh, it's awesome. That is so fun. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. So you do a bunch of things with your friends um, when you can and, you and know. a bunch of house, yeah, cat house hangouts. For that's sure. awesome. And spending that intentional time with people, I'm sure is like so uplifting. I would love for you to share about earlier when you mentioned your friends calling you to holiness and that being something that was important to you in your specific community. What does being called to holiness look like when you're, you know, trying to enjoy oh. yourself or just like in a day-to-day life? Yeah. I'm part of an accountability group with six women. And we meet every two weeks and they know my struggles and they know how I cope with things and they know if I'm in a mood. And so literally if I'm in one of my moods and I'm out, they'll look at me and they'll be like, is it a good time? Like, are you sure that you should be doing this right now? Like, are you okay to be here? You know, and just kind of, but again, that could only happen because I've been vulnerable in the past with my struggles. So from that vulnerability, I have friends that know me well enough that they can check in on me and they can I mean if I'm being extra snippy, which I get sometimes, or if sometimes I can purposely try to run away from them because I don't want them to call me on. Yeah. They can read through that. And, but because they love me and they want what's best for me, they'll call me on. And that's, that's the beauty of it. Authentic friendships that you can have fun with, but you can also pray together. And they will be bold enough to be there. And when you mess up, because I do mess up and I'm not perfect, they'll be there to pick me up and they'll be there to call me on. And then they'll be there to make sure that I get my life back on track. I love that. What good friends. You seem like you have a really awesome community. I would love for you to tell us some spiritual things that you'd like to do with your community. So Love the way that you turn up, love throwing some 
you know, violent objects to the sky. Can you tell us what you guys like to do to spiritually form yourselves as individuals and as a group? Yes. So let's see here. Tuesday nights, they have community comes together. Recently, we haven't been going that to that as much just because we're getting older and it's just a different vibe, but we go to adoration together. We'll go on walks. We'll do one-on-ones and just kind of get coffee and kind of check on each other's hearts and seeing how we're doing. Wow. The accountability group has been a huge gift where we pray together, pray for each other's intentions. And so we committed to a decade of the rosary a day, 20 minutes of prayer on a daily basis and like a weekly holy hour for mass. So those things kind of are ways that we can call each other on. And then when we can, we do those things together just to make sure that we are doing things. And then we'll randomly do book studies sometimes, even though I really struggle with reading, which is why it's good to do with friends. Um, And then we'll randomly, music is a big part of my prayer life. And so just sending each other songs to pray with is like a huge way. And then of course we do Rhema, which is my favorite thing to talk about, which is... Tell us more. What is that? Yeah. So Rhema is spoken word. And every week I pick one Bible verse to focus on and to meditate on for the week. And then I apply it to my own life. With the Bible verses, you know, Joshua 1, 9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I would change it to, I will be strong and courageous. I will not be afraid or discouraged because the Lord, my God is with me wherever I go. And so all week I'm just meditating on that. And so we send each other the rhema and I write it on my bathroom mirror and it's just a way to really claim scripture. And so whatever struggle I'm going through, whatever lie I'm believing that week, I'll pick a Bible verse that's going to counteract that. And really just the, the power of scripture in our daily lives is a huge way. That's awesome. Wow. What awesome things. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what you're up to and where we can find, you know, more information about you and the things that you're doing and, you know, just how to learn a little bit more about your ministry. Yeah. So I've been traveling quite a bit for work, but also for speaking. And so you can find me at on Instagram, MightyPablo25. And then my website is MightyPablo.com. And recently, the biggest project that I mentioned it before is called Connected with Catholic School Teaching for this generation. And I worked on it with uh, Josh Johnson and Chika Yangwu, which is one of my great friends, and Jeff, you know Bob Lefneski, just really great people. And I'm very passionate about it just because it's addressing topics that I think sometimes we don't speak about enough. Yeah, so please check out Capsule Teaching Connected for this generation, and that's on ascensionpress.com. Awesome. Well, we will make sure to post that in our show notes so people can check that out. Thank you so much. And at the end of every one of our episodes, we ask each guest what their hope for the week is. So something that you're hopeful for, you're looking forward to. If you need time to think about it, I can go first. Otherwise, if you're ready to go, you can go. How are you feeling? I think I can go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Oh, what is I got your this. hope for the week? I will be on prayer teams for Theology of the Body 2 with the Theology of the Body Institute. And oh I'm very excited gosh. about it. And the first time I went, the Lord just wrecked my heart. So I'm, I'm excited for deeper healing and restoration. That's there my it hope. is. Healing and restoration. What about you? I love that. Okay. Those are some words. Well, for me, I moved back home. And so I've been spending a lot of time with my mom 
which has been amazing. And so this year we decided that we have both never been to food and wine at Epcot before. So we got tickets to go and I'm so excited to go to food and wine. Yes. I'm about to get crazy on some $6 apps. So I'm so excited to eat and just hang out with my mom and my friend and just walk around and like spend some quality time, like outside of home. You know, I think being home has shown me, like, I didn't even know what my mom's favorite color is. So I really am excited to spend some time with her and like get to know her and laugh and like be older people. And, oh, uh, good. and maybe I'll Stay like for the fireworks show. I am. And I was like, maybe I'll buy her like a little $5 margarita. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We'll see how generous I'm feeling. So I'm excited to spend time with her and hopeful that we can, you know, really have some authentic fun. So yeah, but thank you so much for being with us and sharing your thoughts on party culture and how to have authentic friendships. We are so grateful to have you. Thank you so much for being here and just for having me. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening and thank you so much to Madi for being our guest today. I'm so excited for next week where we're going to be talking with our favorite counselor, Regina Boyd, all about dating. Looking forward to talking to you guys. In the meantime, please pray for me. I'm praying for you guys. God bless. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.